0: Hello, welcome to another episode on the talk show, I Remain Elijah Ho Tani Mola. Today I will discuss on the subject, self-mistakes singles make in a relationship. The first mistake is being too financially invested. What do I mean by this? I'm not saying that you shouldn't help uh your partner or you shouldn't support your partner in any way you can but i'm saying that you shouldn't be too financially invested you shouldn't see it as an investment that you hope to reap from because a lot of time it may not work out the way you are planning to be don't be too financially invested you shouldn't keep joint accounts when you are not married legally married to that to that person don't try it don't try to go into a partnership business together before because you are in a relationship because you are planning to get married does not mean that you should go into business partnership together if you are going to if you are to go into any business partnership together, you should have a liquid document to clearly state your roles, your responsibilities, and your part in that business. You shouldn't do it. You shouldn't assume that you are now married because you are planning to get married, because you are in a relationship and you hope to get married someday. Don't be too financially invested. A lot of singles have made this mistake and it has cost them a lot in their lives. In fact it has, it has put them in a position that they find it difficult to actually forgive that partner because the partner says he or she is no longer interested in the relationship don't buy assets in the name of your of, 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 of your partner before you get married don't buy assets in her name don't buy assets in his name don't assume oh the law of time that people say oh we, 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 we are we are planning to get married so we could do this together we could I could buy this asset in his name. I could buy this asset in her name. Don't make that mistake. <laughs> a fiancé fianc- is not the same thing as your husband or your wife. They are two different things. I understand that you are planning to get married, but make it legal first. Before you go into those every financial investment, make it a legal make it a legal relationship. Make it binding. Make it
1: get into the marriage first. Don't try it before you before you get into the marriage. Don't make that mistake. A lot of singles make this mistake. Don't be too financially invested. Don't start sponsoring his her education because you hope to get married to him or her someday. A lot people have been
0: heartbroken this way. And they find it difficult to recover from it. You are sponsored an education, you are sponsored this education and you hope that by the time he's, he's, he's done with that education you finalize the whole thing and you seal the whole relationship and get married and the guy gets into the university or into the, 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 the institution of learning and finds someone more interesting or she finds someone more interesting and the whole thing
1: becomes a marriage. And you feel, oh, he owes me an obligation to get married to me. She owes me an obligation to get married to me. My dad, don't
0: make that mistake. Don't be too financially invested before you get married. That's one of the mistakes singles make in in their relationships. The second mistake singles make in their relationship is taking up a couple posture in the society. Mm, What do I mean by this? love singles because uh, oh they are in a relationship with this guy they are in relationship with this uh, with this lady and a few oh we are we are planning to get married so let's take off that posture in fact they go to the extent of wearing the same clothes to events they go to the extent of holding hands everywhere they go to. So I'm not saying these things are bad
1: or they are wrong. But I'm saying that a lot of people, because they are taking up this corporate posture in society and things are not working out well in their relationship, they find it we ought
0: to let go of that relationship. I've cancelled kind of a number of people and one
1: of the problems they have is what will people say? They quote, what will people say? If we end this relationship now, what will people say? People that have known us
0: together, people that have known us to be together, would have admired our relationship on the hard side. What would people say? So they find difficult to let go of that relationship even though they know that that relationship, they have realized that that relationship is not the right
1: one for them. Taking up a certain posture in the society can put you in such position that you find it difficult to make a critical decision, to make a logical decisions because of what people say, because people, because of people's opinion of you, of what what people will say when
0: you actually separate or when you actually let go of that relationship, let go of that partner. My dear, don't make that mistake. There's no crime. Uh, Make people know that you are in a relationship. That is fine, but
1: don't take up a couple posture. Don't take up a couple posture that people already tied you too much together that you find it difficult to see critically and make critical decisions. I've once cancelled a lady and one of our problem was we have been together for five years and people have put us together. What would people say if I let go now? And it was obvious that she was in the wrong relationship. It was obvious that she the things that happened in that relationship warrant that she let go of that relationship. But she is in the control of what you people say. She's finding she found it difficult to actually let go of that relationship. Don't put yourself in that position. That's one of the mistakes that singles make in their relationship. The third mistake is being sexually invested. Physical, Physical investment, sexual investment has a lot to do marriage, God ordained sexual investment, sexual intercourse, sexual intimacy for the marriage institution. The moment you start doing that, introducing that in, into your relationship before marriage, then you feel a sense of not, of, of obligation to remain in that relationship. You feel this guy has known me inside out. If I let go now, then I'm a loser. Now I'm not condemning you because you have, you, have, you, have, you have made that mistake. But I'm saying that if you have not made that mistake, don't make that mistake. Even if you have made that mistake, correct your mistake and move on. Don't repeat the same mistake. Don't be sexually invested. Oh, sex
0: is pleasure, sex is fun, no doubt about that. But there's a reason why
1: God reserved sex for the marriage institution. is to preserve your emotional sanity, to preserve your intellectual sanity, to preserve you from the turmoil of outbreak. Because a lot of people, one of the pains they have when, they, when their relationship is, when they cannot go ahead with their relationship, Anymore is one of the pains they have is their sexual investment in that relationship. That's one of the pains, one of the tough pains that they have. But the guy says it's no longer interesting relationship. It is easier for them to move on if they have not been sexually invested. But because they have been sexually invested. They feel they have been used, they feel used, they feel this is the place I need to be. We accept who we accept me again, they feel a sense of obligation to remain in that relationship, even though that relationship is toxic. I've seen single ladies uh, that in relationship because they have been sexually invested, the guy is abusing them physically, and yet they remain that. Why? Because they have been sexually invested, they have been too sexually invested in that relationship to summon the courage to let go of that partner. That's one of the mistakes. Single ladies single singles make in their relationship, don't be sexually invested. You could even be a guy, don't be sexually invested. The fourth mistake singles make in their relationship is introducing him or her to your partner too early to very important personalities in your life. Introducing your partner too early to very important personalities in your life. Mm, I don't go upset.
0: If he or she doesn't introduce you to important personalities in, you, in your life, then you should watch out for
1: it. I've also said it. It is very important. too. But I'm saying that you should not introduce your partner too early to very important personalities in your life. I mean, personalities in your life that you know that your integrity is important before them. I have seen people that, have, that, that, that that have been that have, that, that have been in the wrong that have, that have remained in a wrong relationship because they don't want to look
0: stupid in the face of the important people people in their life that they have introduced their partners they
1: feel they have they they, they they are just managing that relationship I want to, I want to tell you something Please make up your mind. It is after you have made up up your mind that you have researched certain things, certain critical critical things, before you go ahead to introduce that partner to very important personalities in your life. In fact, there are parents that will say, don't introduce any guy to me, don't introduce any lady to me if you are not ready to marry that person. So by the time they introduce the person too early and they find out that if you got out on the long run in the relationship, that this person is not right for me, there are certain character defects and things like that. And about that, they find it difficult to go back to those very important personalities in their lives and say, no, this is that person, I'm no longer interested in that person. They find it difficult. So they remain in that relationship, managing it and trying to, 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 to blend with it, trying to patch it up, does not want it. You shouldn't find yourself in that position. That's one of the mistakes singles make in their relationship. And that's caused a lot of people to manage their partners, to endure their partners even before they get into the marriage. So there are people that are married now that the mistake they made why they went, well, the reason they, they when I went ahead with that relation with that marriage was because they have introduced that that, that their partners to the very the very important personalities in their life that they cannot go back and say, I've changed my mind. Now I want to say on the other side that even if you have introduced that person
0: to the to very important personalities in your life, and now you found out that this person is not right for me, my dear, please summon the courage to go back to them and say, I've made a mistake. This
1: is not who I am. Explain to them. Because it is not what it it is not what enduring that partner. Marriage is a lifetime deal. How many years you want to endure that partner? How many years you want to patch that relationship How many years you want to manage that person? So some of the courage. And if you have not done that, if you are just entering a relationship or you are about to enter a relationship, don't make the mistake of introducing your partner to early. to very Personalities in your life before you go ahead and introduce that partner to pay important personalities in your life, make sure that you have trashed out the real, the, the, the real things in that relationship. Make sure that you have come to the place of conclusion and you have said that this is the right person for me, and you have made up your mind with commitment and dedication to go ahead with that person into marriage. I hope you get what I mean by that. The fifth mistake singles make in their relationship is. Assuming a legal obligation for your partner's family. <laughs> a lot of people make this mistake. You assume that you have a legal obligation to your partner's family. I am not saying that you should not love them, I'm not saying that you should not have a good relationship with them, but don't put yourself in a position that you assume you have a legal obligation to their family, to that fact to, to their partner's family. Don't start start putting your partner's parents on a payroll before you are married to that partner. Don't start it. (laughs) Because these things you can't continue it. Don't start it. Don't start getting too financially, too, too obligated to them. Because anything can happen on the long run. And even if nothing even if you end up getting married, there are certain things you may, you may want to change on the long run that you will find difficult to change. You might you, 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 you might have built a sense of entitlement, a, an entitlement mindset in them such that they feel that they feel that you are responsible for certain things in their family. And when you cannot meet up with that on the long run, then they struggle. Then they feel you are irresponsible. Then they feel, oh, he has changed. Oh, he's no longer irresponsible. And you finally, you start creating problems for yourselves in the marriage. Another thing is another danger in uh, another danger in this is it can actually make you to have unwarranted third party influence your marriage if you end up getting married to that partner. so don't assume a legal obligation for your partner's family yet don't do that don't do that don't 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 make them rope you into the family in such a way that you are not legally obligated to to contribute certain things for the family don't do that don't put yourself in that position you are not yet legally married. That's one of the mistakes singles make in their relationship. And by the time the fact that this relationship is not is not cannot work and and things like that, they find it difficult to pull out because they have been fine, they have been they have been they have been obligated to their partner's family. I've seen this happen, and sometimes when I've seen cases where I feel so sorry. For those for those for those people don't, don't don't put yourself in that position. The sixth mistake singles make in their relationship is avoiding reality discussions early in their
0: relationship. Don't avoid reality discussions early in your relationship. Now I'm not saying that you should bombard your partner with your do's and don'ts and trying to adjust everything at once
1: and trying to to, do, to Choke your partner, that would not work, that relationship would not work. But I'm saying that uh, you should not avoid certain reality discussions in a relationship. You need, you need reality discussions like your genotype, your health else, yes, else status. I've seen people that have that spent a uh, kind of number of, uh, uh, of, of months together or years together before they realize that they are not compatible health wives they have been emotionally invested they have been intellectually invested now it's creating love in, in, in every heartbreak and you should avoid that it doesn't worth it have reality discussions early in your relationship Discuss about your, your deal breakers. That is, these are the things that if 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 these things happen, it is a no-no for me. Discuss about it early so that you can make your decisions early, whether you go ahead in that relationship or not. It will help you to avoid every outbreak. It will also help help you to avoid managing that relationship even do you know it can't work. A lot of people because they have not they they they, they 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 didn't discuss, they didn't have reality discussions any in their relationship. They have now grown so much in that relationship, they have been emotionally invested, they have been intellectually invested, they invested, they have been spiritually invested such that they have been so bonded that they now find it difficult to let go, even though they knew that these things are deal breakers. They are trying to force it, they are trying to manage it, they are trying to to enjoy it. It doesn't work. The marriage is not something that you should go into with the sense of managing it. <laughs> the law responsibilities in marriage that you cannot avoid to carry the burden of enduring your partner or managing your partner. You must understand. The last mistake singles make in their relationship is failure to seek relevant knowledge and work on their relationships. <laughs> a lot of singles they assume I know it all. Ah, is it not a relationship?
0: I know my guy. I know the things that can make it work. And they assume
1: that marriage is just like that. Seek relevant knowledge. Seek knowledge about relevant things. Certain things are important for you to know. It is all about knowledge. It's all about knowledge. Don't don't be ignorant of certain things. Ignorance have killed many marriages. Ignorance. Simple things that if they had the right knowledge, they would be able to handle. Has destroyed the sanity and the sanctity of their marriage. Seek relevant knowledge. Who don't have a lot of people don't, a lot in relationship, and they have not already read a single good book on marriage or marriage, and they are planning to get married. All they are reading is news and booms. All they are reading is is is, uh, is stories of of celebrities that their marriages are not working. Read good books. Listen to good messages. Prepare yourself, be knowledgeable about the institution you are going into. Don't live in ignorance. Get the right knowledge. Don't just be fantasizing that relationship and not get the right knowledge. Work on your relationship. Sometime, uh, Some years back, I, I was attending um, uh, one of a, a, a wedding ceremony of one of our brothers on campus so says, and uh, as I got to do to, to the wedding uh, reception and um, I was talking with one of my, uh, all of my former uh, colleagues in, uh, on
0: campus uh, and we discussing about uh, brethren that got engaged um,
1: uh, in the fellowship there. And, oh, what of this person and this person? You guys they are no longer together. What is this person and this person? They're no longer together. What this person and this person they don't no longer, no longer together. And these are people that said God said this is their partner. Some brothers, some sisters spiritually. And like my usual self, I I, 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 I I was not uh I was not going to condemn them. I wanted to get the character of what was what, what was really happening. And uh, uh I said. I I, I I spoke to God and I said, what what what's really happened? Like ninety percent of these people are no longer together, and two things the Holy Spirit spoke to my heart. He said it is either they the hear, they thought they heard him correctly, but they didn't hear him correctly, or two, they heard him correctly, but they are not ready to take up the responsibilities that has to go with our relationship, and that's the whole one I'm talking about. In marriage is all about responsibility. It is work. It is and it takes diligence. It takes sound knowledge and be it is proper being properly equipped. So you need to get seek relevant knowledge and. Work on the relationship. Everybody that you see that the relationship is working and is dying, please. It is not a fluke, it is not, it is not luck, it is not that they are special or God is treating them specially. No, it is a result of knowledge and taking up relevant responsibilities. When you do that, the grace of God works with you and you enjoy the rights of every Is These are the seven mistakes that I believe singles make in their relationship. And I believe that if you can avoid these mistakes, you can enjoy the realities of heaven that not. If you have made any of these mistakes, I want to assure you that there is still hope for you in in God. God still have a great future for your life. He still has a great plan for your life. So don't give up on that. Don't manage that relationship. Don't endure that relationship. If you need to get out, to carry together. If you need to counsel, reach out and seek the right counsel. I trust that you'll be able to get something on tonight's episode. Till I come your way next week.
0: Stay safe. God bless you. And bye for now. Good evening, welcome to this week's episode on the talk show, I remain in Elijah Ho Tani Moller. Today I will be discussing on the subject, three pillars of trust in a relationship.
1: I mean by trust, it means a feeling of safety, that is your partner must be able to feel safe with you, your partner must be able to feel secure with you and how do you build this trust? This is what I want to talk about, these three pillars are I mean, if you want to build trust in your relationship, the first pillar I am working on is transparency. What do I mean by this? Your partner must be able to know you inside out. this, you must be able to reveal yourself to your partner. You must be vulnerable enough to reveal the details of your life to your partner. It also on this, it also means that revealing, it also means revealing your past. It means revealing your present. What do I mean by revealing your past? It means the things that you have done in the past that, that your partner should know about. So many people they have been victims of blackmail because of the mistakes of their past and why they have been victims of blackmail is because They have not been able to reveal that the, the reality of that past to their partner So it comes to their partners as a, as a, as a shock And if that happens and your partner cannot defend you when the, the reality of your past is revealed to your partner before you do so then there is I tendency that you lose the trust that your partner has for you. Take for instance, you have killed someone before, and you have done a new leave, you are now a new person, even if you did it by mistake, but you, you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't make that known to your partner. Then your partner finds, when, when that reality is revealed to your partner through another source, then your partner finds it difficult to trust you again, even though you have changed. Your partner might assume that you are just pretending you have not changed. But if you have made known to your partner who you are, who you were, then you your partner can be able to defend you even if that really past comes to light again. It is very important for you to understand it. Be your presence, your present situation. That is your movement where you are going to even if your interior room will have to change and you can't even make a call, your partner should be able to trust you because you have built a tra- you have built a, a, a track record of transparency time past. So when you get home and, pa- and, and, and and maybe someone uh wants to wants to bring gossip to your partner and things like that about where you, are, you you have been to and things like and you have not revealed that to your partner, then your partner can be able to when you give that excuse, your partner can be able to defend you and say, Oh, I trust you because you have been doing this before. The, the reality of your presence. Where have you been to? Where are you going to? Just simple things. Let your partner know you inside out. Transparency. Let your partner know when you are broke let your partner know when you have money when you let your partner know the things that is running through your mind let your partner know your future the plans you have for the future the ideas that is coming to you that is transparency when you build a good record of transparency then you are building trust transparency is key to building trust to sustaining trust even if you have breached trust in time past if you want to restore that trust you need to start to build a track record of transparency you have to be transparent about your finances you have to be transparent about your your your, your mental state you have to be transparent about your spiritual state if you know that your spiritual life is dreamy there's no point pretending even though you're a man of god everybody respects you on the outside your partner must be able to see you in and out and know where you need help You must understand that we all need help in one area or the other. People may not see it on the outside, but it is important for you to reveal that that, that, that weak state of your life to your partner. That weakness that others on the outside cannot see. It is important for you to reveal to your partner so that your partner can cover up for you. Because marriage is built in a way that the strength of the other party can actually cover up for the weakness of the other party. God designed it that way. That is, where you are, are lacking, then the other partner can fit in and cover you up. It is very important. Transparency is charming. It's one, it's, it's one of the core pillars of building trust in your relationship, and you must understand this. The second pillar we discuss on is accountability. What do I mean by this? That is it's your, your ability to account for the things that you do. You know, there are so, so many people, so many spouses that they cannot even account for the finances of the house. Your husband gives you certain amounts of money, you cannot even give proper account of it. Now, I'm not saying that um, he doesn't trust you. No, that, that's not the case. He may not even ask about the details of how you spend the money, but I'm saying that you must be able to account, to be accountable. When you are accountable, it shows that you are trustworthy. A leader that is accountable shows that he is trustworthy. So many men, because they are called the leader in the marriage, they believe that they they shouldn't be accountable to their wives. No, that is not how it works. You have to be accountable. Now you may not have to go into the nitty-gritties, but you must be accountable about your life. You must be accountable to your spouse concerning your life. You must be accountable. Accountability is called is germane. It's called the things that you do, you must be accountable for it. You must be accountable for your family, to your family, to your, to your spouse. You must be about your finances, be accountable, about your, your, your career, be accountable, about the things that you do, about your plans, about your visions, about your purpose, be accountable. Let your partner be able to say, oh, I trust my husband, oh, I trust my wife, oh, I trust my, my, my friends, I trust my friends. Accountability is very, very important. Don't just go about life and believe that you are not accountable to anybody. Don't just go about life and believe that you can do whatever you like. No, the moment you say hi to the moment you get involved with in another person, then it is important, it is, it is expedient of you to be accountable. Your wife wants you to be accountable to her, your husband wants you to be accountable to him. It is not a sign of weakness, it is a sign of maturity. It shows you are mature enough. It shows how mature you have. There are some people, the, 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 both of them come together to 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 to, to contribute money to do certain projects. And after contributing the money, then the, the because the, the wife trusts the husband with the project, the the husband. Could not even account for the money contributed, you could not even account for the project. That is not maturity, that is not how trust can be built. A lot of people have breached trust based on this. Your wife trusts you with her salary, she trusts you with her life. Can you be accountable? Can you be accountable? You have to be accountable to two people. In your life, the moment you get you get married. The most important person, the, 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 the utmost person you will be accountable to is God. That is when God brings that wife your way, God is expecting that you have to be accountable for the person he has given to you. In the Garden of Eden, when God called unto Adam, God said, Where are you? Adam could not account for the people and for the possessions that God has placed under him. That was where he failed. That was where he failed. You have to be accountable. You have to be accountable to God concerning the children that he has, entr- that he has trusted into your hands. You have to be accountable to God concerning that. As a leader, as a man, you have to understand this. Then the other person you have to be accountable to, as a man, as a husband, is your wife. Don't say, I'm the leader, I can't be accountable to her. No, you have to be accountable. A good leader shows leadership, true leadership is is, is revealed by accountability. Any leader that is not accountable for the resources that is committed into his hands, then that leader has failed as a leader. So as a leader, as a man, you have to be accountable to your wife concerning the resources of your family. It is very important. That is what, what makes your wife to trust you. The wife can say, oh, I trust my husband with, this, with, this, with, 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 with these resources. I trust my husband that he will do the things that we have agreed to do. I trust my husband that he will carry out the, 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 the things we have agreed to do. I trust my husband that he will defend me. I trust my husband that he will speak up for me. I trust my husband that he will do the things that we have jointly agreed to do. I want you to understand this. The first pillar is transparency. The second pillar is accountability. And the last pillar I want to discuss about is responsibility. When you are transparent, when you are accountable, you are reliable. So your, your wife, your spouse can trust you. Your husband can trust you. Then the last thing is responsibility. That's a third pillar. You have to be responsible. A responsible partner shows when you are responsible, it builds trust in your relationship. What do I mean by responsibility? You have to be responsible for the for the things that God has placed under your hands. There's Accountability is talking about uh, being able to lay down the the, the details of what you have been entrusted with. Now, responsibility is saying that you are able to respond to the abilities that you have been been given. You have to be responsible. You have to be responsible concerning the, the affairs of your home. There are some men they cannot, they they, they are not responsible, they believe that they are not responsible for the upbringing of their children. No, that is wrong. You are responsible for their upbringing. You are the priest of the house. You are the leader of the house. You are responsible for their upbringing. Don't just leave the matter of child upbringing to your wife. You are also responsible for that. You have to be responsible. It's not just about paying their school fees. It's not just about providing the money in the house. You have to bond with them. Your children need a father figure. Your children need a father figure in their lives. They need it. You have to be responsible. When you are responsible, it shows that you are man enough. You have to be responsible. You took, you made certain vows on your wedding day. You have to be responsible for. You have to be responsible for that. You have to be committed to that vow. That is what shows that you are responsible. You have to be faithful to your wife, to your spouse. That is what shows that you are responsible. You have to be committed to the upbringing of your children. That is what shows that you are responsible. You have to be able to provide for your home. That is what shows that you are responsible. The house is a man that cannot provide for his family is worse than an infidel. He said, so Anyone that cannot provide for his family, anyone that cannot provide for his family it, 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 it is worse than an infidel. Now, you may not have been there to not, be, not be in a financial state that can provide the long space that they want, but you must be in a state that you can provide the basic needs of their lives shelter, clothing, feed, feeding. You have to be able to do that. Is responsibility. There are some men, there are some people, they have the money, they have the resources, but they are not responsible. They prefer to spend those resources on those on the outside than spending it on their family, on the people that they are expected to be responsible for. That is not responsibility. You want to put up a good face on the outside when your family is suffering, that is irresponsibility. You cannot build trust that way. Your wife cannot, re- cannot rely on you that way. Your wife, your spouse cannot rely on you that way. That is not how it right works. Responsibility. That is a key, a core pillar of building trust in the relationship. There are men that they they they, they do good on the outside, so people on the outside. Yet their family suffer. The first person, the first institution you are responsible for. The moment you get married, it's your family. It's your family. Your family must be able to say that we are we are provided for. They must be able to say that their basic needs are met before you can now extend that gesture to on the body house. Now I said need, not want. Their basic needs must be met before you extend that gesture to on the body outside. Don't be a philanthropist on the outside. yet you are the most dangerous person to your father. Don't be the good pastor to your congregation and be a bad father to your children. Don't be a good preacher to people of the the world and be a bad husband to your wife or a bad wife to your husband. No, you have to be able to balance it. Let the first ministry that God has committed to your parents your marriage. Be able to say that we have been preached to, before the world can say that. Let them be able to say we have been pastored, like a father, like a good shepherd, which is why sheep before the your congregation can be able to say so. Can be able to say so. Must understand responsibility. It's very important. Three pillars of building trust in a relationship. The first one, trust, transparency. The second one, accountability. And the last one, responsibility. I believe that you are able, you are able to, to, to work on these three aspects. Even if you have breached trust in time pass, even if you have betrayed trust in, in, in time pass, I believe that you will be able to restore that trust by being consistent in these three areas. Start being transparent. Start being accountable. And start building being responsible. Now, I know some of you might use this as, as a defense. Oh, oh, my husband, I hope you are hearing this. My wife, I hope you are hearing this. My dear, if you have, if you have betrayed in trust and diversity, if you have betrayed our trust in trust, you have no right to demand for that. You have no right. It is expedient for you to take up. Take it up on yourself to restore that trust. That is when he can trust you. Again. If your husband has been transparent to you when you started, he has been accountable to you when you started. He has been responsible in many ways when you started. But once something happened along the way and you betrayed his trust, my dear, he won't trust you like that. You won't just you won't just get that trust restored like just like that. You have to take up. The initiative to restore that trust and that is how that is when you focus on this state start being transparent again start being accountable again start being responsible again that is when you can you can know you can you by, by being consistent in that it shows that you are now reliable then he or she can see a sense of repentance a sense of of an effort to restore the trust that you've been in the most. I hope you get something from this episode tonight. Till I come your way next week. Stay safe. God bless you and bye for now.
0: Good evening, welcome to this week's episode on the talk show. I Elijah like ho Tani Mola. Today I'll be discussing on the subject three pillars of trust in a relationship
1: what do i mean by trust it means a feeling of safety that is your partner must be able to feel safe with you but not able to feel secure with you and how do you build this trust this is what i want to talk about these three pillars are i mean if you want to build trust in your relationship the first pillar i'm working on is transparency what do i mean by this your partner must be able to know you inside out. That is, this you must be able to reveal yourself to your partner you must be vulnerable enough to reveal the details of your life to your partner It also on this it also means that revealing it also means revealing your past it means revealing your present what do i mean by revealing your past it means the things that you have done in the past that, that your partner should know about so many people they have been victims of blackmail because of the mistakes of their past and why they have been victims of blackmail is because They have not been able to reveal that, the, the reality of that past to their partner So it comes to their partners as a, as a, as a shock And if that happens and your partner cannot defend you when the, the reality of your past is revealed to your partner before you do so then there is Tendency that you lose the trust that your partner has for you. Take for instance, you have killed someone before, and, your par- and you have done a new leave, you are now a new person, even if you did it by mistake, but you, you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't make that known to your partner. Then your partner find when, when that reality is revealed to your partner through another source, then your partner finds it difficult to trust you again, even though you have changed. Your partner might assume that you are just pretending you have not changed. But if you have made known to your partner who you, are, who you were, then you, your partner can be able to defend you even if that really past comes to light again. It is very important for you to understand this. Be feeling your presence, your present situation, that is your movement, where you are going to. Even if your interior room will we have to change, and you can't even make a call. Your partner should be able to trust you because you have built a track, you have built a, a, a track record of transparency and trust. So when you get home, and, pa- and, and 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 maybe someone uh wants to wants to bring gossip to your partner and things like that about where you are you, you, you have been to and things like, and you have not revealed that to your partner, then your partner can be able to. you give that excuse your partner can be able to defend you and say oh i trust you because you have been doing it before The, the reality of your present. where have you been to where are you going to just simple things let your partner know you inside out transparency let your partner know when you are broke let your partner know when you have money when you let your partner know the things that is running through your mind let your partner know your future the plans you have for the future the ideas that is coming to you that is transparency when you build a good record of transparency then you are building trust transparency is key to building trust to sustaining trust even if you have breached trust in time past if you want to restore that trust you need to start To build a track record of transparency you have to be transparent about your finances you have to be transparent about your 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 mental state you have to be transparent about your spiritual state if you know that your spiritual life is driggly there's no point pretending even though you're a man of god everybody respects you on the outside your partner must be able to see you in and out and know where you need help you must understand that we all need help in one area or the other. You may not see it on the outside, But it is important for you to reveal that, 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 that weak state of your life to your partner. That weakness that others on the outside cannot see. It is important for you to reveal to your partner so that your partner can cover up for you. Because marriage is built in a way that the strength of the other party can actually cover up for the weakness of the other party. God designed it that way. That is, where you, are, where you are lacking, then the other partner can fit in and cover your home. It is very important. Transparency is charming. It's one, it's, it's one of the core pillars of building trust in your relationship. And you must understand this. The second pillar we discuss on is accountability. What I mean by this? That is, it's your, your ability to account for the things that you do. You know, there are so, so many people, so many spouses, that they cannot even account for the finances of the house. Your husband gives you certain amounts of money, you cannot even give proper account of it. Now, I'm not saying that um, he doesn't trust you. No, that, that's not the case. He may not even ask about the details of how you spend the money, but I'm saying that you must be able to account, to be accountable. When you are accountable, it shows that you are trustworthy. A leader that is accountable shows that he is trustworthy. So many men, because they are called the leader in the marriage, they believe that they are not they shouldn't be accountable to their wives. No, that is not how it works. You have to be accountable. Now, you may not have to go into the nitty-gritties, but you must be accountable about your life. You must be accountable to your spouse concerning your life. You must be accountable. Accountability is called, is germane. It's called, the things that you do, you must be accountable for it. You must be accountable for your family, to your family, to your, to your spouse. You must be accountable. your finances, be accountable, about your your, your career, be accountable, about the things that you do, about your plans, about your visions, about your purpose, be accountable. Let your partner be able to say, oh, I trust my husband, oh, I trust my wife, oh, I trust my my, my friends, I trust my fancy. Accountability is very, very important. Don't just go about life and believe that you are not accountable to anybody. Don't just go about life and believe that you can do whatever you like. No, the moment you say hi to you, the moment you get involved with another person, then it is important, It it is expedient of you to be accountable. Your wife wants you to be accountable to her. Your husband wants you to be accountable to him. It is not a sign of weakness, it is a sign of maturity. It shows you are mature enough. It shows how mature you are. There are some people, they, 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 both of them come together to, 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 to contribute money to, to certain projects. And after contributing the money, then the, the, because the, the wife trusts the husband with the project, the, the husband could not even account for the money contributed. He could not even account for the project. That is not maturity. That is not how trust can be built. A lot of people have breached trust based on this. Your wife trusts you with her salary. She trusts you with her life. Can you be accountable? Can you be accountable? You have to be accountable to two people in your life the moment you get you get married. The most important person, the the, 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 the utmost person you must be accountable to is God. That is, when God brings that wife your way, God is expecting that you have to be accountable for the person he has given to you. In the Garden of Eden, when God called unto Adam, God said, where are you? Adam could not account for the people and for the possessions that God has placed under him. That was where he failed. That's where he failed. You have to be accountable. You have to be accountable to God concerning the children that he has entered, that he has trusted into your hands. You have to be accountable to God concerning that. As a leader, as a man, you have to understand this. Then the other person you have to be accountable to as a man, as a husband, is your wife. Don't say I'm the leader, I can't be accountable to you. No, you have to be accountable. A good leader shows leadership. True leadership is is, is revealed by accountability. Any leader that is not accountable for the resources that is committed into his hands, then that leader has failed as a leader. So, as a leader, as a man, you have to be accountable to your wife concerning the resources of your family it is very important that is what that's what makes your wife to trust you The wife can say oh i trust my husband with this source with this with with, with, with these resources i trust my husband that he will do the things that we have agreed to do i trust my husband that he will carry out the 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 things we are agreed to do I trust my husband that he will defend me. I trust my husband that he will speak up for me. I trust my husband that he will do the things that we have jointly agreed. I want you to understand this: the first pillar is transparency, the second pillar is accountability, and the last pillar I want to discuss about is responsibility. When you are transparent, when you are accountable, you are reliable. So your your wife, your spouse, can trust you. Your husband can trust you. Then the last thing is responsibility. That's a third pillar. You have to be responsible. A responsible partner shows it. when you are responsible, it builds trust in your relationship. What do I mean by responsibility? You have to be responsible for the for the things that God has placed under your hands. There's Accountability is talking about uh, being able to lay down the the, the details of what you have been entrusted with. Now, responsibility is saying that you are able to respond to the abilities that you have been been given. You have to be responsible. You have to be responsible concerning the, the affairs of your home. There are some men they cannot, they they, they are not responsible, they believe that they are not responsible for the upbringing of their children. No, that is wrong. You are responsible for their upbringing. You are the priest of the house. You are the leader of the house. You are responsible for their upbringing. Don't just leave the matter of child upbringing to your wife. You are also responsible for that. You have to be responsible. It's not just about paying their school fees. It's not just about providing the money in the house. You have to bond with them. Your children need a father figure. Your children need a father figure in their lives. They need it. You have to be responsible. When you are responsible, it shows that you are man enough. You have to be responsible. You took, you made certain vows on your wedding day. You have to be responsible You have to be responsible for that. You have to be committed to that vow. That is what shows that you are responsible. You have to be faithful to your wife, to your spouse. That is what shows that you are responsible. You have to be committed to the upbringing of your children. That is what shows that you are responsible. You have to be able to provide for your home. That is what shows that you are responsible. The house is a man that cannot provide for his family is worse than an infidel. He said, Anyone that cannot provide for his family, anyone that cannot provide for his family is, it, 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 is worse than an infidel. Now, you may not have been there to not, be, not be in a financial state that can provide the luxuries that they want, but you must be in the state that they can provide the basic needs of their lives shelter, clothing, feeding. You have to be able to do that. That is responsibility. There are some men, there are some people, they have the money, they have the resources, but they are not responsible. They prefer to spend those resources on those on the outside than spending it on their family, on the people that they are expected to be responsible for. That is not responsibility. You want to put up a good face on the outside when your family is suffering? That is irresponsibility. You cannot build trust that way. Your wife cannot re- cannot rely on you that way. Your wife, your spouse cannot rely on you that way. That is not how it right works. Responsibility. That is a key, a core pillar of building trust in a relationship. There are men that they they, they they do good on the outside, people on the outside, yet their family suffers. The first person, the first institution you are responsible for. The moment you get married, it's your family, it's your family, your family must be able to say that we are we are provided for, they must be able to say that their basic needs are met before you can now extend that gesture to on the house outside. Now I said need, not want. Their basic needs must be met before you extend that gesture to on the one outside. Don't be a philanthropist on the outside and yet you are the to your father. Don't be the good pastor to your congregation and be a bad father to your, to your children. Don't be a good preacher to people on the, of the world, to, to, to the world and be a bad husband to, yours, to your wife or a bad wife to your husband. No, you have to be able to balance it. Let the first ministry that God has committed to your, life, to your marriage be able to say that we have been preached before the world can say that let them be able to say we have been passed on, like a father like a good shepherd which is why sheep before the your congregation can be able to see can be able to say so, so. most of understand this responsibility it's very important three pillars Building trust in relationship: The first one, trust, transparency. The second one, accountability. And the last one, responsibility. I believe that you are being able, you are able to, to, to work on these three aspects. Even if you have breached trust in time past, even well, if you have betrayed trust in, in, in time past, I believe that you will be able to restore that trust by being consistent in these three areas. Start being transparent, start being accountable, and start being, being, being responsible. Now, I know some of you might use this as, as a defense. Oh, oh, my husband, I hope you are hearing this. My wife, I hope you are hearing this. My dear, if you have betrayed in trust in time past, if you have betrayed at trust in time past, you have no right to demand for that. You have no right. It is expedient for you to take up. Take it up on yourself. restore that trust that is when he can trust you if your husband has been transparent to you when you started he has been accountable to you when you started he has been responsible in many ways when you started but once something happened along the way and you betrayed his trust my dear he won't trust you like that you won't just you won't just get that trust restored like just like that you have to take up the initiative to restore that trust and that is how that is when you focus on this state start being transparent again start being accountable again start being responsible again that is when he can he, he, he can know he can he, he, by, by being consistent in that It shows that you are now reliable then he or she can see a sense of repentance a sense of, of a, a, an effort to restore the trust that you have. You have betrayed the most. I hope you get something from this episode tonight. Till I come way next week, Stay safe. God bless you and bye for
0: now. Good evening. Welcome to this week's episode on the talk show. I remember ho Tani Mola. Today I'll be discussing on the subject: three pillars of trust in a relationship.
1: by trust it means a feeling of safety that is your partner must be able to feel safe with you your partner must be able to feel secure with you and how do you build this trust this is what i want to talk about these three pillars are. I mean, if you want to build trust in your relationship, the first pillar I'm talking on is transparency. What do I mean by this? Your partner must be able to know you inside out. At this, you must be able to reveal yourself to your partner. You must be vulnerable enough to reveal the details of your life to your partner. It also it also means that revealing it also means revealing your past. It means revealing your present. What do I mean by revealing your past? It means the things that you have told in the past that, that your partner should know about. So many people they have been victims of blackmail because of the mistakes of their past and why they have been victims of blackmail is because They have not been able to reveal that the, the reality of that past to their partner So it comes to their partners as a, as a, as a shock And if that happens and your partner cannot defend you when the, the reality of your past is revealed to your partner before you do so then there is I tendency that you lose the trust that your partner has for you. Take for instance, you have killed someone before, and your partner you have done a new leave. You are now a new person, even if you did it by mistake, but you, you didn't you didn't you didn't make that known to your partner. Then your partner find when when that reality is revealed to your partner through another source, then your partner finds it difficult to trust you again, even though you have changed. Your partner might assume that you are just pretending you have not changed. But if you have made known to your partner who you, are, who you were, then you, your partner can be able to defend you even if that really past comes to light again. It is very important for you to understand this within your presence, your present situation, that is your movement, where you are going to. Even if your interior you will have to change and you can't even make a call, your partner should be able to trust you because you have built a tra- you have built a, a, a track record of transparency time past. So when you get home and your par- and, and, and and maybe someone uh wants to wants to bring gossip to your partner and things like that, about where you are you, you, you have been to and things like that, and you have not revealed that to your partner, then your partner can be able to when you give that excuse your partner can be able to defend you and say oh i trust you because you have been doing it before the, the reality of your presence where have you been to where are you going to just simple things let your partner know you inside out transparency let your partner know when you are broke let your partner know when you have money when you let your partner know the things that is running through your mind let your partner know your future the plans you have for the future the ideas that is coming to you that is transparency when you build a good record of transparency then you are building trust transparency is key to building trust to sustaining trust even if you have breached trust in time past if you want to restore that trust you need to start to build a track record of transparency. You have to be transparent about your finances. You have to be transparent about your your, your, your mental state. You have to be transparent about your spiritual state. If you know that your spiritual life is dringling, there's no point pretending. Even though you're a man of God, everybody respects you on the outside. Your partner must be able to see you in and out and know where you need help. You must understand that we all need help in one area or the other. You may not see it on the outside, but it is important for you to reveal that, 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 that weak state of your life to your partner. That weakness that others on the outside cannot see. It is important for you to reveal to your partner so that your partner can cover up for you. Because marriage is built in a way that the strength of the other party can actually cover up for the weakness of the other party. God designed it that way. That is, where you are are lacking, then the other partner can fit in and cover your home. It is very important. Transparency is charming. It's one one of the core pillars of building trust in a relationship, and you must understand this. The second pillar we discuss on is accountability. What do I mean by this? That is your, your ability to account for the things that you do. You know, there are so, so many people, so many spouses that they cannot even account for the finances of the house. Your husband gives you certain amounts of money, you cannot even give proper account of it. Now, I'm not saying that um, he doesn't trust you. No, that, that's not the case. He may not even ask about the details of how you spend the money, but I'm saying that you must be able to account, to be accountable. When you are accountable, it shows that you are trustworthy. A leader that is accountable shows that he is trustworthy. So many men, because they are called the leader in the marriage, they believe that they are not they shouldn't be accountable to their wives. No, that is not how it works. You have to be accountable. Now you may not have to go into the nitty-gritties, but you must be accountable about your life. You must be accountable to your spouse concerning your life. You must be accountable. Accountability is called. It's, germane. it's called the things that you do. You must be accountable for it. You must be accountable for your family, to your family, to your, to your spouse. You must be accountable. About your finances, be accountable. About your your, your career, be accountable. About the things that you do, about your plans, about your visions, about your purpose, be accountable. Let your partner be able to say, oh, I trust my husband, oh, I trust my wife, oh, I trust my my, my friends, I trust my fiancé. Accountability is very, very important. Don't just go about life and believe that you are not accountable to anybody. Don't just go about life and believe that you can do whatever you like. No, the moment you say hi to the moment you get involved in that person, then it is important, it is, it is expedient of you to be accountable. Your wife wants you to be accountable to her. Your husband wants you to be accountable to him. It is not a sign of weakness, it is a sign of maturity. It shows you are mature enough. It shows how mature you have. There are some people, the, 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 both of them come together to 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 to, to contribute money to do certain projects. And after contributing the money, then the, the because the, the wife trusts the husband with the project, the the husband could not even account for the money contributed you could not even account for the project that is not maturity that is not how trust can be built A lot of people have breached trust based on this your wife trusts you with her salary she trusts you with her life can you be accountable can you be accountable you have to be accountable to two be- in, 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 in your life the moment you get, you get married. The most important person, the, 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 the utmost person you will be accountable to is God. That is, when God brings that wife your way, God is expecting that you have to be accountable for the person he has given to you. In the Garden of Eden, when God called on to Adam, God said, where are you? Adam could not account for the people and for the possessions that God has placed under him. That was where he failed. That was where he failed. You have to be accountable. You have to be accountable to God concerning the children that he has entrusted, That he has trusted into your hands. You have to be accountable to God concerning that. As a leader, as a man, you have to understand this. Then the other person you have to be accountable to as a man, as a husband, is your wife. Don't say, I'm the leader, I can't be accountable to her. No, you have to be accountable. A good leader shows leadership. True leadership is, is, is revealed by accountability. Any leader that is not accountable for the resources that is committed into his hands, then that leader has failed as a leader. So, as a leader, as a man, you have to be accountable to your wife concerning the resources of your family. It is very important. That is what, what makes your wife to trust you. The wife can say, Oh, I trust my husband with this source, with this, with these with, with, with resources. I trust my husband that he will do the things that we have agreed to do. I trust my husband that he will carry out the, 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 the things we are agreed to do. I trust my husband that he will defend me. I trust my husband that he will speak up for me. I trust my husband that he will do the things that we have jointly agreed to do. I want you to understand this. The first pillar is transparency. The second pillar is accountability. And the last pillar I want to discuss about is responsibility. When you are transparent, when you are accountable, you are reliable. So your, your wife, your spouse can trust you. Your husband can trust you. Then the last thing is responsibility. That's a third pillar. You have to be responsible. A responsible partner shows when you are responsible, it builds trust in your relationship. What do I mean by responsibility? You have to be responsible for the for the things that God has placed under your hands. There's Accountability is talking about uh, being able to lay down the the, the details of what you have been entrusted with. Now, responsibility is saying that you are able to respond to the abilities that you have been been given. You have to be responsible. You have to be responsible concerning the, the affairs of your home. There are some men, they cannot, they they, they are not responsible, they believe that they are not responsible for the upbringing of their children. No, that is wrong. You are responsible for their upbringing. You are the priest of the house. You are the leader of the house. You are responsible for their upbringing. Don't just leave the matter of child upbringing to your wife. You are also responsible for that. You have to be responsible. It's not just about paying their school fees. It's not just about providing the money in the house. You have to bond with them. Your children need a father figure. Your children need a father figure in their lives. They need it. You have to be responsible. When you are responsible, it shows that you are man enough. You have to be responsible. You took, you made certain vows on your wedding day. You have to be responsible for You have to be responsible for that. You have to be committed to that vow. That is what shows that you are responsible. You have to be faithful to your wife, to your spouse. That is what shows that you are responsible. You have to be committed to the upbringing of your children. That is what shows that you are responsible. You have to be able to provide for your home. That is what shows that you are responsible. Is a man that cannot provide for his family is worse than an infidel. He said so anyone that cannot provide for his family, anyone that cannot provide for his family is, 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 is worse than an infidel. Now you may not have been there to not, be, not be in are a financial state that can provide the space that they want, but you must be in a state that you can provide the basic needs of their lives: shelter, clothing, feeding. You have to be able to do that. That is responsibility. There are some men, there are some people, they have the money, they have the resources, but they are not responsible. They prefer to spend those resources on those on the outside than spending it on their family, on the people that they are expected to be responsible for. That is not responsibility. You want to put up a good face on the outside when your family is suffering, that is irresponsibility. You cannot build trust that way. Your wife cannot, re- cannot rely on you that way. Your wife, your spouse cannot rely on you that way. That is not how it right works. Responsibility. That is a key, a core pillar of building trust in a relationship. There are men that they they, they, they do good on the outside, so people on the outside. Yet their family suffer. The first person, the foster institution you are responsible for. The moment you get married, it's your family. It's your family. Your family must be able to say that we are we are provided for. They must be able to say that their basic needs are met before you can now extend that gesture to the people on the outside. Now I said need, not want. Their basic needs must be met before you extend that gesture to the people on the outside. Don't be a philanthropist on the outside and yet you are the to your father don't be the good pastor to your congregation and be a bad father to your, to your children yeah. don't be a good preacher to people on the, of the world to, to, to the world and be a bad husband to your, to your wife or a bad wife to your husband no you have to be able to balance it let the first ministry that god has committed to your, life, to your marriage be able to say that we are being preached to before the word can say that let them be able to say we have been pastored like a father like a good shepherd which is why sheep before the your congregation can be able to say so can be able to say so understand this responsibility it is very important Three pillars of building trust in relationship. The first one, trust, transparency. The second one, accountability, and the last one, responsibility. I believe that you have been able, are able to, to, to work on these three aspects. Even if you have breached trust in time past, even if you have betrayed trust in, in, in time pass, I believe that you will be able to restore that trust by being consistent in these three areas. Start being transparent, start being accountable and start building being responsible now i know some of you might use this as, as a defense oh oh my husband i hope you are hearing this my wife i hope you are hearing this my dear if you have if you are betrayed in trust in diversity if you have betrayed our trust and you have no right to demand for that you have no right it is expedient for you to take up Take it up on yourself to restore that trust. That is when he can trust you again. If your husband has been transparent to you when you started, he has been accountable to you when you started. He has been responsible in many ways when you started. But once something happened along the way and you betrayed his trust, my dear, he won't trust you like that. You won't just you won't just get that trust restored like just like that. You have to take up the initiative to restore that trust and that is how that is when you focus on the state start being transparent again start being accountable again start being responsible again that is when you can you can know you can you by by being consistent in that it shows that you are now reliable then he or she can see a sense of repentance a sense of of a, An effort to restore the trust that you have betrayed in the relationship. I hope you get something from this episode. Tonight. Till I come your way next week, stay safe, God bless you, and bye. For
0: now. Good evening. Welcome to this week's episode on the talk show. I remain Elijah Ho Tani Mola. Today, I will be discussing on the subject: three pillars of trust. In a relationship. What do I mean by trust? It means a feeling of safety.
1: That is your partner must be able to feel safe with you. Your partner must be able to feel secure with you. And how do you build this trust? This is what I want to talk about. These three pillars are I mean, if you want to build trust in your relationship, the first pillar I'm talking on is transparency. What do I mean by this? Your partner must be able to know you inside out. At this, you must be able to reveal yourself to your partner. You must be vulnerable enough to reveal the details of your life to your partner. It also it also means that revealing it also means revealing your past. It means revealing your present. What do I mean by revealing your past? It means the things that you have told in the past that, that your partner should know about. So many people they have been victims of blackmail because of the mistakes of their past and why they have been victims of blackmail is because They have not been able to reveal that the, the reality of that past to their partner So it comes to their partners as a, as a, as a shock and if that happens and your partner cannot defend you When the, the reality of your past is revealed to your partner before you do so then there is High tendency that you lose the trust that your partner has for you. Take for instance you have killed someone before, And partner you have done a new leave, you are now a new person, even if you did it by mistake, but you, you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't make that known to your partner. Then your partner finds when, when that reality is revealed to your partner through another source, then your partner finds it difficult to trust you again, even though you have changed. Your partner might assume that you are just pretending you have not changed. But if you have made known to your partner who you are, who you were, then you, your partner can be able to defend you even if that really past comes to light again. It is very important for you to understand this. Within your presence, your present situation. That is your movement where you are going to. Even if your interior will we have to change, and you can't even make a call. Your partner should be able to trust you because you have built a, tra- a, a, a track record of transparency and trust. So when you get home and, pa- and, 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 and maybe someone uh, wants to wants to bring gossip to your partner and things like that about where you, are, you, you, you have been to and things like, and you have not revealed that to your partner, then your partner can be able to when you give that excuse, your partner can be able to defend you and say, "Oh, I trust you because you have been doing it before." The reality of your present. Where have you been to? Where are you going to? Just simple things. Let your partner know you inside out. Transparency. Let your partner know when you are broke. Let your partner know when you have money. When you let your partner know the things that is running through your mind. Let your partner know your future, the plans you have for the future, the ideas that is coming to you. That is transparency. When you build a good record of transparency, then you are building trust. Transparency is key to building trust, to sustaining trust. Even if you have breached trust in time past, if you want to restore that trust, you need to start to build a track record of transparency. You have to be transparent about your finances. You have to be transparent about your, 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 your mental state. You have to be transparent about your spiritual state. If you know that your spiritual life is dringy, there's no point pretending. Even though you're a man of God, everybody respects you on the outside. Your partner must be able to see you in and out and know where you need help. You must understand that we all need help in one area of the other. You may not see it on the outside, but it is important for you to review that that, 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 that that weak state of your life to your partner, that weakness that others on the outside cannot see. It is important for you to reveal to your partner so that your partner can cover up for you because marriage is built in a way that the strength of the other party can actually cover up for the weakness of the other party. God designed it that way. That is, where you are you are lacking, then the other partner can fit in and cover your home. It is very important. Transparency is charming. It's one, it's, it's one of the core pillars of building trust in a relationship, and you must understand this. The second pillar we discuss on is accountability. What I mean by this? That is it, your, your ability to account for the things that you do. You know, there are so, so many people, so many spouses that they cannot even account for the finances of the house. The husband gives you certain amounts of money, you cannot even give proper account of it. Now, I'm not saying that um, he doesn't trust you, no, that, that's not the case. He may not even ask about the details of how you spend the money, but I'm saying that you must be able to account, to be accountable. When you are accountable, it shows that you are trustworthy. A leader that is accountable shows that he is trustworthy. So many men, because they are called the leader in the marriage, they believe that they they shouldn't be accountable to their wives. No, that is not how it works. You have to be accountable. Now you may not have to go into the nitty-gritties, but you must be accountable about your life. You must be accountable to your spouse concerning your life. You must be accountable. Accountability is called. It's, germane. it's called. The things that you do, you must be accountable for it. You must be accountable for your family, to your family, to your, to your spouse. You must be. About your finances, be accountable. About your your, your career, be accountable. About the things that you do, about your plans, about your visions, about your purpose, be accountable. Let your partner be able to say, Oh, I trust my husband. Oh, I trust my wife. Oh, I trust my my, my friends. I trust my fiancé. Accountability is very, very important. Don't just go about life and believe that you are not accountable to anybody. Don't just go about life and believe that you can do whatever you like. No, the moment you say hi to you, the moment you get involved in that person, then it is important, it is, it is expedient of you to be accountable. Your wife wants you to be accountable to her. Your husband wants you to be accountable to him. It is not a sign of weakness, it is a sign of maturity. It shows you are mature enough. It shows how mature you have. There are some people, they, 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 both of them come together to 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 to, to contribute money to do certain projects. And after contributing the money, then the, the because the, the wife trusts the husband with the project, the the husband. Could not even account for the money contributed. You could not even account for the project. That is not maturity. That is not how trust can be built. A lot of people have breached trust based on this. Your wife trusts you with her salary. She trusts you with her life. Can you be accountable? Can you be accountable? You have to be accountable to two people in your life, the moment you get married, the most important person, the, 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 the utmost person you must be accountable to is God. That is, when God brings that wife your way, God is expecting that you have to be accountable for the person he has given to you. In the Garden of Eden, when God called unto Haram, God said, where are you? Adam could not account for the people and for the possessions that God has placed under him. That was where he failed. That was where he failed. You have to be accountable. You have to be accountable to God concerning the children that he has entrusted, that he has trusted into your hands. You have to be accountable to God concerning that. As a leader, as a man, you have to understand this. Then the other person you have to be accountable to as a man, as a husband, is your wife. Don't say I'm the leader, I can't be accountable to her. No, you have to be accountable. A good leader shows leadership. True leadership is, is, is revealed by accountability. Any leader that is not accountable for the resources that is committed into his hands, then that leader has failed as a leader. So as a leader, as a man, you have to be accountable to your wife concerning the resources of your family. It is very important. That is what, that's what makes your wife to trust you. Your wife can say, oh, I trust my husband with, this, with, this, with, 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 with these resources. I trust my husband that he will do the things that we have agreed to do. I trust my husband that he will carry out the, 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 the things we have agreed to do. I trust my husband that he will defend me. I trust my husband that he will speak up for me. I trust my husband that he will do the things that we have jointly agreed to do. I want you to understand this. The first pillar is transparency. The second pillar is accountability. And the last pillar I want to discuss about is responsibility. When you are transparent, when you are accountable, you are reliable. So your your wife, your spouse, can trust you your husband can trust you. Then the last thing is responsibility. That's a third pillar. You have to be responsible. A responsible partner shows when you are responsible, it builds trust in your relationship. What do i mean by responsibility you have to be responsible for the for the things that god has placed under your hands there's accountability is talking about being able to lay down the, the, the details of what you have been entrusted with now responsibility is saying that you are able to respond to the abilities that you have been you have been given you have to be responsible you have to be responsible concerning the the affairs of your home. There are some men, they cannot, they they, they are not responsible, they they believe that they are not responsible for the upbringing of their children. No, that is wrong. You are responsible for their upbringing. You are the priest of the house. You are the leader of the house. You are responsible for their upbringing. Don't just leave the matter of child upbringing to your wife. You are also responsible for that. You have to be responsible. It's not just about paying their school fees. It's not just about providing the money in the house. You have to bond with them. Your children need a father figure. Your children need a father figure in their lives. They need it. You have to be responsible. When you are responsible, it shows that you are man enough. You have to be responsible. You took, you made certain vows on your wedding day. You have to be responsible You have to be responsible for that. You have to be committed to that vow. That is what shows that you are responsible. You have to be faithful to your wife, to your spouse. That is what shows that you are responsible. You have to be committed to the upbringing of your children. That is what shows that you're responsible. You have to be able to provide for your home. That is what shows that you are responsible. The house is a man that cannot provide for his family is worse than an infidel. He so said, Anyone that cannot provide for his family, anyone that cannot provide for his family is, 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 is worse than an infidel. Now, you may not have been there to not, be, not be in a financial state that can provide the lot space that they want, but you must be in a state that they can provide the basic needs of their lives shelter, clothing, feed, feeding. You have to be able to do that. That is responsibility. There are some men, there are some people, they have the money, they have the resources, but they are not responsible. They prefer to spend those resources on those on the outside than spending it on their family, on the people that they are expected to be responsible for. That is not responsibility. You want to put up a good face on the outside when your family is suffering, that is irresponsibility. You cannot build trust that way. Your wife cannot re- cannot rely on you that way. Your wife, your spouse cannot rely on you that way. That is not how right it works. Responsibility. That is a key, a core pillar of building trust in the relationship. There are men that they, they 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 do good on the outside, people on the outside, yet their family suffers. The first person, the first institution you are responsible for. The moment you get married, it's your family. It's your family. Your family must be able to say that we are we are provided for. They must be able to say that their basic needs are met before you can now extend that gesture to the on the outside. Now I said need, not want. Their basic needs must be met before you extend that gesture to the on the outside. Don't be a philanthropist on the outside and yet you are the most dangerous person to your father. Don't be the good pastor to your congregation and be a bad father to your, to your children. Yeah. Don't be a good preacher to people on the, of the world to, to the world and be a bad husband to, yours, to your wife, or a bad wife to your husband. No, you have to be able to balance it. Let the first ministry that God has committed to your rights, your marriage. Be able to say that we are being preached before the world can say that. Let them be able to say we have been pastored, like a father, like a good shepherd, which is why sheep before the, your congregation can be able to say so. Can be able to say so. You must understand this responsibility. It's very important. Three pillars of building trust in relationship. The first one, trust, transparency. The second one, accountability. And the last one, responsibility. I believe that you are able, you are able to, to, to work on these three aspects. Even if you have breached trust in time past, even if you have betrayed trust in, in, in time pass, I believe that you will be able to restore that trust by being consistent in these three areas. Start being transparent. Start being accountable and start being being responsible now i know some of you might use this as, as a defense oh oh my husband i hope you are hearing this my wife i hope you are hearing this my dear if you have if you have betrayed in trust in trust, if you have betrayed our trust and you have no right to demand for that you have no right it is expedient for you to take up Take it up on yourself to restore that trust. That is when he can trust you yeah. If your husband has been transparent to you when you started, he has been accountable to you when you started. He has been responsible in many ways when you started. But once something happened along the way and you betrayed his trust, my dear, he won't trust you like that. You won't just you won't just get that trust restored like just like that. You have to take up initiative to restore that trust and that is how that is when you focus on these things start being transparent again start being accountable again start being responsible again that is when he can he, he, he can know he can he, he, by, by being consistent in that It shows that you are now reliable then he or she can see a sense of repentance a sense of of a, an effort to restore the trust that you have. You have betrayed the most. I hope you get something from this episode tonight. Till I come way next week. Stay safe. God bless you
0: and bye for now. Good evening, welcome to this week's episode on the talk show. I remember your ho, Tani Mola. Today I'll be discussing on the subject three pillars of trust. In a relationship, what do I mean by trust? It means a feeling of
1: safety that is, your partner must be able to feel safe with you, partner able to feel secure with you. And how do you build this trust? This is what I want to talk about. These three pillars are. I mean, if you want to build trust in your relationship, the first pillar I'm talking on is transparency. What do I mean by this? Your partner must be able to know you inside out. At this, you must be able to reveal yourself to your partner. You must be vulnerable enough to reveal the details of your life to your partner. It also it also means that revealing it also means revealing your past. It means revealing your present. What do I mean by revealing your past? It means the things that you have done in the past that, that your partner should know about. So many people they have been victims of blackmail because of the mistakes of their past and why they have been victims of blackmail is because They have not been able to reveal that the, the reality of that past to their partner So it comes to their partners as a, as a, as a shock and if that happens and your partner cannot defend you When the, the reality of your past is revealed to your partner before you do so then there is High tendency that you lose the trust that your partner has for you. Take for instance you have killed someone before and, your par- and you have done a new leave, you are now a new person, even if you did it by mistake, but you, you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't make that known to your partner. Then your partner finds when, when that reality is revealed to your partner through another source, then your partner finds it difficult to trust you again, even though you have changed. Your partner might assume that you are just pretending you have not changed. But if you have made known to your partner who you are, who you were, then you, your partner can be able to defend you even if that really past comes to light again. It is very important for you to understand it Be your presence, your present situation. That is your movement where you are going to. Even if your interior will have to change and you can't even make a call, your partner should be able to trust you because you have built a tra- you have built a, a, a track record of transparency time past. So when you get home and, pa- and, 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 and maybe someone uh, wants, to, wants to bring gossip to your partner and things like that about where you, are, you, you, you have been to and things like that, and you have not revealed that to your partner, then your partner can be able to, when you give that excuse, your partner can be able to defend you and say, Oh, I trust you because you have been doing it before. The, the reality of your present. Where have you been to? Where are you going to? Just simple things. Let your partner know you inside out. Transparency. Let your partner know when you are broke. Let your partner know when you have money. When you, Let your partner know the things that is running through your mind. Let your partner know your future. The plans you have for the future. The ideas that is coming to you. That is transparency. When you build a contract level of transparency, then you are building trust. Transparency is key to building trust, to sustaining trust. Even if you have breached trust in time past, if you want to restore that trust, you need to start to build a track record of transparency. You have to be transparent about your finances. You have to be transparent about your, 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 your mental state. You have to be transparent about your spiritual state. If you know that your spiritual life is dringling, there's no point pretending. Even though you're a man of God, everybody respects you on the outside. Your partner must be able to see you in and out and know where you need help. You must understand that we all need help in one area of the other. You may not see it on the outside, but it is important for you to review that that, 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 that that weak state of your life to your partner, that weakness that others on the outside cannot see. It is important for you to reveal to your partner so that your partner can cover up for you because marriage is built in a way that the strength of the other party can actually cover up for the weakness of the other party. God designed it that way. That is, where you are where you are lacking, then the other partner can fit in and cover your home. It is very important. Transparency is charming. It's one, it's, it's one of the core pillars of building trust in a relationship. And you must understand this. The second pillar we discuss on is accountability. What I mean by this? That is, it's your, your ability to account for the things that you do. there are so so many people, so many spouses that they cannot even account for the finances of the house. Your husband gives you certain amounts of money, you cannot even give proper account of it. Now, I'm not saying that um, he doesn't trust you. No, that's not the case. He may not even ask about the details of how you spend the money, but I'm saying that you must be able to account, to be accountable. When you are accountable, it shows that you are trustworthy. A leader that is accountable shows that he is trustworthy. So many men, because they are called the leader in the marriage, they believe that they are not they shouldn't be accountable to their wives. No, that is not how it works. You have to be accountable. Now you may not have to go into the nitty-gritties, but you must be accountable about your life. You must be accountable to your spouse concerning your life. You must be accountable. Accountability is called is germane. It's called the things that you do. You must be accountable for it. You must be accountable for your family, to your family, to your to your spouse. You must be. About your finances, be accountable. About your, your your career, be accountable. About the things that you do, about your plans, about your visions, about your purpose, be accountable. Let your partner be able to say, Oh, I trust my husband. Oh, I trust my wife. Oh, I trust my, my, my friends. I trust my fancy. Accountability is very, very important. Don't just go about life and believe that you are not accountable to anybody. Don't just go about life and believe that you can do whatever you like. No, the moment you say hi to you, the moment you get involved in that person, then it is important, it is, it is expedient of you to be accountable. Your wife wants you to be accountable to her. Your husband wants you to be accountable to him. It is not a sign of weakness, it is a sign of maturity. It shows you are mature enough. It shows how mature you are. There are some people, the, 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 both of them come together to 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 to, to contribute money to do certain projects. And after contributing the money, then the, the because the, the wife trusts the husband with the project, the the husband. Could not even account for the money contributed. You could not even account for the project. That is not maturity. That is not how trust can be built. A lot of people have breached trust based on this. Your wife trusts you with her salary. She trusts you with her life. Can you be accountable? Can you be accountable? You have to be accountable to two people. In your life, the moment you get married, the most important person, the, 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 the utmost person you will be accountable to is God. That is, when God brings that wife your way, God is expecting that you have to be accountable for the person he has given to you. In the Garden of Eden, when God called unto Adam, God said, where are you? Adam could not account for the people and for the possessions that God has placed under him. That was where he failed. That was where he failed. You have to be accountable. You have to be accountable to God concerning the children that he has entrusted, that he has trusted into your parents. You have to be accountable to God concerning that. As a leader, as a man, you have to understand this. Then the other person you have to be accountable to as a man, as a husband, is your wife. Don't say I'm the leader, I can't be accountable to her. No, you have to be accountable. A good leader shows leadership. True leadership is is, is revealed by accountability. Any leader that is not accountable for the resources that is committed into his hands, then that leader has failed as a leader. So as a leader, as a man, you have to be accountable to your wife concerning the resources of your family. It is very important. That is what, what makes your wife to trust you. Your wife can say, oh, I trust my husband with, this, with, this, with, 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 with these resources. I trust my husband that he will do the things that we have agreed to do. I trust my husband that he will carry out the, 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 the things we have agreed to do. I trust my husband that he will defend me. I trust my husband that he will speak up for me. I trust my husband that he will do the things that we have jointly agreed to do. I want you to understand this. The first pillar is transparency, The second pillar is accountability. And the last pillar I want to discuss about is responsibility. When you are transparent, when you are accountable, you are reliable. So your, your wife, your spouse can trust you. Your husband can trust you. Then the last thing is responsibility. That's a third pillar. You have to be responsible. A responsible partner shows. When you are responsible, it builds trust in your relationship. What do I mean by responsibility? You have to be responsible for the for the things that God has placed under your hands. Accountability is talking about uh, being able to lay down the the, the details of what you have been entrusted with. Now, responsibility is saying that you are able to respond to the abilities that you have been been given. You have to be responsible. You have to be responsible concerning the, the affairs of your home. There are some men they cannot, they they, they are not responsible, they believe that they are not responsible for the upbringing of their children. No, that is wrong. You are responsible for their upbringing. You are the priest of the house. You are the leader of the house. You are responsible for their upbringing. Don't just leave the matter of child upbringing to your wife, you are also responsible for that. You have to be responsible. It's not just about paying their school fees. It's not just about providing the money in the house. You have to bond with them. Your children need a father figure. Your children need a father figure in their lives. They need it. You have to be responsible. When you are responsible, it shows that you are man enough. You have to be responsible. You took, you made certain vows on your wedding day. You have to be responsible for you have to be responsible for that. You have to be committed to that vow. That is what shows that you are responsible. You have to be faithful to your wife, to your spouse. That is what shows that you are responsible. You have to be committed to the upbringing of your children. That is what shows that you are responsible. You have to be able to provide for your home. That is what shows that you are responsible. The house is a man that cannot provide for his family is worse than an infidel. He said, so Anyone that cannot provide for his family, anyone that cannot provide for his family it, 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 it is worse than an infidel. Now, you may not have been there to not, be, not be in a financial state that can provide the lot space that they want, but you must be in a state that they can provide the basic needs of their lives shelter, pure feeding. You have to be able to do that. That is responsibility. There are some men, there are some people, they have the money, they have the resources but they are not responsible. They prefer to spend those resources on those on the outside than spending it on their family, on the people that they are expected to be responsible for. That is not responsibility. You want to put up a good face on the outside when your family is suffering, that is irresponsibility. You cannot build trust that way. Your wife cannot, re- cannot rely on you that way. Your wife, your spouse cannot rely on you that way. That is not how it right works. Responsibility. That is a key, a core pillar of building trust in the relationship. There are men that they, they 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 do good on the outside, people on the outside. Yet their family suffer. The first person, the first institution you are responsible for. The moment you get married, it's your family. It's your family. Your family must be able to say that we are we are provided for. They must be able to say that their basic needs are met before you can now extend that gesture to the body outside. Now I said need, not want. Their basic needs must be met before you extend that gesture to the body outside. Don't be a philanthropist on the outside. And yet you are the most dangerous person to your father don't be the good pastor to your congregation and be a bad father to your children don't be a good preacher to people of the world to the Lord, and be a bad husband to your wife or a bad wife to your husband no you have to be able to balance it let the first ministry that one has committed to your, hands, your marriage, be able to say that we have been preached before the world can say that. Let them be able to say we have been pastored like a father, like a good shepherd, which is why sheep. Before your congregation can be able to say, so. can be able to say so, Most of you understand responsibility It's very important. Three pillars. Building trust in relationship. The first one, trust, transparency. The second one, accountability. And the last one, responsibility. I believe that you have been able, are able to, to, to work on these three aspects. Even if you have breached trust in time pass, even if you have betrayed trust in, in, in time pass, I believe that you will be able to restore that trust by being consistent in these three areas. Start being transparent, start being accountable, and start being, being responsible. Now I know some of you might use this as, as a defence. Oh, oh, my husband, I hope you are hearing this. My wife, I hope you are hearing this. My dear, if you have if you are betrayed in trust in trust, if you have betrayed our trust in trust, you have no right to demand for that. You have no right. It is expedient for you. to take up, take it up on yourself to restore that trust. That is when he can trust you. If your husband has been transparent to you when you started, he has been accountable to you when you started, he has been responsible in many ways when you started. But once something happened along the way and you betrayed his trust, my dear, he won't trust you like that. You won't just just get that trust restored. Just like that. You have to take up the initiative. To restore that trust, and that is how that is when you focus on this things. Start being transparent again. Start being accountable again. Start being responsible again. That is when he can he, he, he can know he can you by by being consistent in that. It shows that you are now reliable. Then he or she can see a sense of repentance, a sense of of a, a, an effort to restore. The trust that you have, you have betrayed the most. I hope you get something from this episode tonight. Until I come your way next week. Stay safe. God bless you and bye. For
0: now. Good evening, welcome to this week's episode on the talk show. I Elijah ho, Tani Mola. Today I'll be discussing on the subject: three pillars of trust in a relationship. What I mean by trust, it means
1: a feeling of safety that is your partner must be able to feel safe with you, your partner must be able to feel secure with you and how do you build this trust? This is what I want to talk about, these three pillars are I mean, if you want to build trust in your relationship, the first pillar i am working on is transparency. What do I mean by this? Your partner must be able to know you inside out. Now, this you must be able to reveal yourself to your partner. You must be vulnerable enough to reveal the details of your life to your partner. It also it also means that revealing it also means revealing your past. It means revealing your present. What do I mean by revealing your past? It means the things that you have done in the past that, that your partner should know about. So many people they have been victims of blackmail because of the mistakes of their past and why they have been victims of blackmail is because They have not been able to reveal that the, the reality of that past to their partner So it comes to their partners as a, as a, as a shock and if that happens and your partner cannot defend you When the, the reality of your past is revealed to your partner before you do so, then there is Tendency that you lose the trust that your partner has for you. Take for instance, you have killed someone before, and, your par- and you have done a new leave, you are now a new person, even if you did it by mistake, but you didn't, you, didn't, you didn't make that known to your partner. Then your partner finds, when, when that reality is revealed to your partner through another source, then your partner finds it difficult to trust you again, even though you have changed. Your partner might assume that you are just pretending you have not changed. But if you have made known to your partner who you are, who you were, then you, your partner can be able to defend you even if that really past comes to light again. It is very important for you to understand it within your presence, your present situation, that is your movement where you are going to. Even if your interior room will have to change and you can't even make a call, your partner should be able to trust you because you have built a, tra- you have built a, a, a track record of transparency and past. So when you get home and, pa- and, 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 and maybe someone uh, wants to wants to bring gossip to your partner and things like that about where you, are, you, you, you have been to and things like that, and you have not revealed that to your partner, then your partner can be able to, when you give that excuse, your partner can be able to defend you and say, oh, I trust you because you have been doing it before. The, the reality of your present Where have you been to? Where are you going to? Just simple things. Let your partner know you inside out Transparency. Let your partner know when you are broke. Let your partner know when you have money When you, Let your partner know the things that is running through your mind. Let your partner know your future, the plans you have for the future The ideas that is coming to you. That is transparency. When you build a contract of transparency, then you are building trust Transparency is key to building trust, to sustaining trust. Even if you have breached trust in time past, if you want to restore that trust, you need to start to build a track record of transparency. You have to be transparent about your finances. You have to be transparent about your your, your, your mental state. You have to be transparent about your spiritual state. If you know that your spiritual life is dringy, there's no point pretending. Even though you're a man of God, everybody respects you on the outside. Your partner must be able to see you in and out and know where you need help. You must understand that we all need help in one area or the other. People may not see it on the outside, But it is important for you to reveal that, 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 that weak state of your life to your partner. That weakness that others on the outside cannot see. It is important for you to reveal to your partner so that your partner can cover up for you. Because marriage is built in a way that the strength of the other party can actually cover up for the weakness of the other party decide it that way that is where you are you are lacking then the other partner can fit in and cover your home it is very important transparency is charming it's one is one of the core pillars of building trust in your relationship and you must understand this the second pillar we discuss on is accountability what do i mean by this that is it's your your ability to account for the things that you do there are so so many people, so many spouses that they cannot even account for the finances of the house. Your husband gives you certain amounts of money, you cannot even give proper account of it. Now, I'm not saying that um, he doesn't trust you. No, that's not the case. He may not even ask about the details of how you spend the money, but I'm saying that you must be able to account, to be accountable. When you are accountable, it shows that you are trustworthy. A leader that is accountable shows that he is trustworthy. So many men, because they are called the leader in the marriage, they believe that they are not they shouldn't be accountable to their wives. No, that is not how it works. You have to be accountable. Now you may not have to go into the nitty-gritties, but you must be accountable about your life. You must be accountable to your spouse concerning your life. You must be accountable. Accountability is called is germane. It's called the things that you do. You must be accountable for it. You must be accountable for your family, to your family, to your, to your spouse. You must be accountable. About your finances, be accountable. About your, your, your career, be accountable. About the things that you do, about your plans, about your visions, about your purpose, be accountable. Let your partner be able to say, oh, I trust my husband, oh, I trust my wife, oh, I trust my, my, my friends, I trust my family Accountability is very, very important. Don't just go about life and believe that you are not accountable to anybody. Don't just go about life and believe that you can do whatever you like. No, the moment you say hi to the moment you get involved with in another person, then it is important. It is, it is expedient of you to be accountable. Your wife wants you to be accountable to her. Your husband wants you to be accountable to him. It is not a sign of weakness, it is a sign of maturity. It shows you are mature enough. It shows how mature you are. There are some people, they, 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 both of them come together to to to, to, to contribute money to do certain projects. And after contributing the money, then the, the because the, the wife trusts the husband with the project, the the husband. Could not even account for the money contributed. You could not even account for the project. That is not maturity. That is not how trust can be built. A lot of people have breached trust based on this. Your wife trusts you with her salary. She trusts you with her life. Can you be accountable? Can you be accountable? You have to be accountable to two people in your life the moment you get married the most important person the, 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 the utmost person you want be accountable to is God that is when God brings that wife your way God is expecting that you have to be accountable for the person he has given to you in the garden of Eden, when God called unto to Adam, God said where are you Adam could not account for the people and for the possessions that God has placed under him. That was where he failed. That was where he failed. You have to be accountable. You have to be accountable to God concerning the children that he has entrusted that he has trusted into your hands. You have to be accountable to God concerning that. As a leader, as a man, you have to understand this. Then the other person you have to be accountable to as a man, as a husband, is your wife. Don't say I'm the leader, I can't be accountable to her. No, you have to be accountable. A good leader shows leadership. True leadership is is, is revealed by accountability. Any leader that is not accountable for the resources that is committed into his hands, then that leader has failed as a leader. So, as a leader, as a man, you have to be accountable to your life concerning the resources of your family it is very important that is what that's what makes your wife to trust you your wife can say oh i trust my husband with this source, with this with with these resources i trust my husband that he will do the things that we have agreed to do i trust my husband that he will carry out the 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 the, the things we have agreed to do I trust my husband that he will defend me. I trust my husband that he will speak up for me. I trust my husband that he will do the things that we have jointly agreed to do. I want you to understand this. The first pillar is transparency. The second pillar is accountability. And the last pillar I want to discuss about is responsibility. When you are transparent, when you are accountable, you are reliable. So your, your wife, your spouse can trust you. Your husband can trust you. Then the last thing is responsibility. That's a third pillar. You have to be responsible. A responsible partner shows. When you are responsible, it builds trust in the relationship. What do I mean by responsibility? You have to be responsible for the for the things that God has placed under your hands. There's Accountability is talking about uh, being able to lay down the the, the details of what you have been entrusted with. Now, responsibility is saying that you are able to respond to the abilities that you have been been given. You have to be responsible. You have to be responsible concerning the, the affairs of your home. There are some men they cannot, they they, they are not responsible, they believe that they are not responsible for the upbringing of their children. No, that is wrong. You are responsible for their upbringing. You are the priest of the house. You are the leader of the house. You are responsible for their upbringing. Don't just leave the matter of child upbringing to your wife. You are also responsible for that. You have to be responsible. It's not just about paying their school fees. It's not just about providing the money in the house. You have to bond with them. Your children need a father figure. Your children need a father figure in their lives. They need it. You have to be responsible. When you are responsible, it shows that you are man enough. You have to be responsible. You took, you made certain vows on your wedding day. You have to be responsible you have to be responsible for that. You have to be committed to that vow. That is what shows that you are responsible. You have to be faithful to your wife, to your spouse. That is what shows that you are responsible. You have to be committed to the upbringing of your children. That is what shows that you are responsible. You have to be able to provide for your home. That is what shows that you are responsible. The house says a man that cannot provide for his family is worse than an infidel. He so said anyone that cannot provide for his family, anyone that cannot provide for his family is it, it, worse than an infidel. Now you may not have been there to not be you're not a financial state that can provide the of space that they want, but you must be in a state that they can provide the basic needs of their lives, shelter, clothing, feed, feeding. You have to be able to do that. That is responsibility. There are some men, there are some people, they have the money, they have the resources, but they are not responsible. They prefer to spend those resources on those on the outside than spending it on their family, on the people that they are expected to be responsible for. That is not responsibility. You want to put up a good face on the outside when your family is suffering, that is irresponsibility. You cannot build trust that way. Your wife cannot, re- cannot rely on you that way. Your wife, your spouse cannot rely on you that way. That is not how it right works. Responsibility. That is a key, a core pillar of building trust in a the relationship. There are men that they, 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 they do good on the outside, so people on the outside. Yet their family suffer. The first person, the first institution you are responsible for. The moment you get married, it's your family. It's your family. Your family must be able to say that we are we are provided for. They must be able to say that their basic needs are met before you can now extend that gesture to people on the outside. Now I said need, not want. Their basic needs must be met before you extend that gesture to people on the money outside. Don't be a philanthropist on the outside and yet you are Don't be the good pastor to your congregation and be a bad father to your, to your children. Don't be a good preacher to people on the, of the world, to, to the world and be a bad husband to, yours, to your wife or a bad wife to your husband. No, you have to be able to balance it. Let the first ministry that God has committed to your marriage be able to say that we are before the world can say that. Let them be able to say we have been pastored like a father, like a good shepherd, which is why sheep. Before your congregation can be able to say so, can be able to say so. understand responsibility. It's very important. Three pillars building trust in relationship. The first one, trust, transparency. The second one, accountability. And the last one, responsibility. I believe that you are able, you are able to, to, to work on these three aspects. Even if you have breached trust in time past, even if you have betrayed trust in, in, in time pass, I believe that you will be able to restore that trust by being consistent in these three areas. Start being transparent, start being accountable, and start being, being responsible. Now I know some of you might use this as, as a defence. Oh, oh, my husband, I hope you are hearing this. My wife, I hope you are hearing this. My dear, if you have if you have betrayed in trust in trust, if you have betrayed our trust in trust, you have no right to demand for that. You have no right. It is expedient for you. to take up, take it up on yourself to restore that trust. That is when he can trust you. again. If your husband has been transparent to you when you started, he has been accountable to you when you started, he has been responsible in many ways when you started. But once something happened along the way and you betrayed his trust, my dear, he won't trust you like that. You won't just, res- you won't just get that trust restored. Just like that. You have to take up the initiative to restore that trust and that is how that is when you focus on this state start being transparent again start being accountable again start being responsible again that is when he can he, he, he can know he can he, he, by, by being consistent in that It shows that you are now reliable then he or she can see a sense of repentance a sense of of a, a, an effort to restore the truth of the you. you have betrayed in the world. I hope you get something from this episode tonight. Till I come to next week stay safe. God bless you and bye for now.